Welcome to the Life is Relationships podcast, where we share biblical truths about marriage, parenting, and discipleship. The desire of CTCI is to see individuals and families restored in their relationship to the Father and for them to be empowered to have thriving, godly relationships that impact the communities around them. Welcome back to today's episode of this podcast. Today, we are going to talk with one of, um, and I don't know if I've ever said this to him, but this is one of my favorite people to hear talk about studying the Bible because he has such a unique and deep perspective on it. So please welcome Casey Wilson to the podcast. Thank you, AJ. <clears throat> hey, so man, we did um, we did an episode a while back that unfortunately I kind of goofed. There was a little technical issue on it, but the conversation was so good that we put it out anyways. That one was titled How to Read the Bible for All It's Worth. <laughs> and you gave some great study references there for people to begin like studying and diving deeper. And I know that you have mixed feelings <laughs> about how that whole thing went, but I think that it's such a great resource for people. Well, have you ever walked into somebody's personal shop, like a wood shop or a garage or something? And they're, they're excited to point out a bunch of tools that they have and they're just fumbling their way through all the different tools that they yeah. have. That's a little bit about how, you know, how that one felt or how it came across. It, this subject is one that I am excited and passionate about. I just, I love the Bible. And so I love talking about it. Right on. Well, today we're going to talk about some practical tools that people can use as they're studying to cross-reference scripture to gain a better understanding of what it is that they're reading. Um, the first question I want to lead with, if someone has never done this or heard of cross-referencing scripture, can you explain what it is and why it's important for them to understand or gain clarity as they're doing this? Sure, sure. Um, so the Bible is the, the self-revelation of God. <clears throat> it's God revealing himself to us. It's his story. It's his narrative. Uh, that word revelation means unveiling. It means knowing or disclosure. Uh, and so I want you to see that that God has chosen in his beautiful way to reveal himself through history. And that history was captured and it was written down, it was compiled and brought together. And it's been this long-going narrative that has been pieced together over thousands of years. And now we get to sit and look upon it and read it. And so cross-referencing, have you ever, um, there's a there's a country song I was thinking of when I was thinking about cross-referencing. I, I know you'll know who it is. There's a song called In Color, I believe. Who's the author of that? Johnson or something? Is it the one in, it's like In Living Color or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't remember. Maybe Jamie Johnson? There I don't you go. Know. I think that's the guy. Well, the beginning of the song, uh, um, I wrote down the, the first lyrics. It starts out and it said, um, Grandpa, what's that picture here? It's all black and white. And ain't real clear. And the, the the song continues, and it's this story about a little boy going to his grandpa and saying, hey, what's this picture? It's a black and white picture. And then grandpa would reflect back, and he would fill that black and white picture with all of this color and detail, right? He, he would tell you stories that you had never heard and put flavor to this black and white picture that you couldn't see just by looking at it. And he, and he does this over multiple pictures. It's a very fun song. Uh, but cross-referencing is kind of similar to that song. Okay. In the sense that if you were to just go to the Gospels and start reading or go into the New Testament and start re reading, um, you would kind of be looking at a little bit of a black and white narrative. There would be names that you don't recognize, family members that you just, who's that person? Oh, that's your great old uncle. Uh, there's family members that you don't see in there and there's 
words that they're using and things that they're describing that aren't familiar to you and I today. And what cross-referencing does, cross-referencing is really, it's like having that grandpa that walks over to you and sits down with you and says, hey, let me tell you some backstories. Let me walk you back in time. Let me put color to that. Does, does that track with you? Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. And uh, I just did, for, for the listeners out there, I did a quick search as, J, as uh, Casey was talking, and it is Jamie Johnson, and it is in color. There you go. See it in color. Great that's, song. That's part of one of the lines. And it is, it's, <laughs> it, it's a great classic country song. But yes, that makes total sense in how you describe it. I'd never heard it described that way, but that's a that's a very unique and very like understandable way to look at this. Yeah, for like our common generation, I grew up. I'm a I'm a big fan of of uh, of Rocky movies. I just like them. Well, you have the modern versions with Creed, right? Well, if you watch that and you didn't go back and watch Rocky and follow up with who Apollo Creed is, you you would you would just think, wow, this is a a weird produced quirky movie. And, and it wouldn't make sense to you, right? It's a right. Stallone flick. Like, you have to kind of be a, a fool for Stallone to enjoy it. <laughs> All of his movies right. are a little weird. Um, but you love it because you've been along this journey from the very beginning. And and that's what cross-referencing does. It ties you to a story. It's our story. And I want you to get that. If you're a listener here, the Bible is God's story about us, about humanity, about himself, about how he's related with humanity. So you want to jump into this journey and make these connections. So can you provide us with some good, better, or best scenarios that it would look like for somebody to do this? And when I say good, better, and best, it's like, because there's some people that whether they're just starting out in in studying the Bible or if it's like, I want to be able to apply this during um, during a 30-minute quiet time in the morning versus like, I think of best, it's like, I've got a whole five-hour afternoon sure. uh, to really dig. And so can you give us some scenarios of what that could look like? Sure. Um, first, if you're going to buy a Bible, if you're buying a brand new Bible, maybe you're a teenager and it's the first time where you get to choose your Bible. Um, a study Bible is very helpful. It's good to have one of those. It's I, I like to have one, but put it on the shelf. Like I can always reference it. Um, the Bible I prefer when I sit down and I read every morning, I sit down or throughout my day, is a Bible that maybe in the back there's a concordance and it would have a list of words alphabetically. And you could always reference those and, and see where, like the name Abraham, you could see everywhere it was written in the Bible and you could make those connections. That's cross-referencing. Okay. Okay. Um, but mainly what I'm looking for, the one tool I want on every page is not a commentary on the bottom. I don't want someone to put commentary, just a small section of cross-references. So I usually buy a Bible that has a um, a cross-referencing additive to each page. It's there. It's built in. Uh, that would kind of be the one thing I would want beyond just the, the words. Okay. And for somebody that may not understand what that is at the bottom there, are you talking about when I flip open my Bible and there's all those like the the little other chapter, you know, um, the the book and chapter and verse reference that is like, oh, what's this random number that's in the middle of my page? And then I look down and it's like, okay, well, this correlates to Hebrews, whatever. Yeah, is that that's what that is? Yeah, you'll be reading. It's all over. It's it's in on every page in a modern Bible now. It wasn't there in the Greek and Hebrew when it was written in. So what we have done is is as compilers of the Bible and translators, we've gone in and we've placed, like there'll be a statement and we'll place an A, B, C, D. And that references something at the bottom of the page. You connect those chapter two, A, and you connect it and it will be a list of other scriptures. 
you know, in other books or in the Old Testament, and it will refer you back, cross-reference, refer you back to another story so you can kind of get context. Okay. And so the example that you gave seems kind of like the good scenario that's like, okay, if I'm flipping through and I'm, I'm just curious about what this is, I can flip through. Maybe what's a, a better and best scenario if someone has more time that they're wanting to invest into this? Sure. I invested um, years ago into a platform. It's an online platform. Uh, it's a software called Accordance, Accordance Bible Software. There's a competitor, Logos Bible Software. I think those are invaluable. If you love the Bible, uh, if you want to buy a gift to your son, maybe he's graduating high school and you're like, what can I get him? Oh, buy him buy him a, a package, a suite into that. It's it's a it's a tool that you could put on your phone and or on a laptop nearby, and it would give you access to a library of things. You could have in there study Bibles, commentaries, cross-referencing books. You could have uh, maps. You could have dictionaries. I mean, it, it just sucks you into an awesome world where you get to go on a, a treasure hunt of fun, right? That That's best case scenario. Um, the, the main, you know, like I said, have a study Bible on hand, have a good Bible that has some cross-referencing tools. The one tool I would say that most people don't consider, and this is really what you need, and, and I, I want you to get this, listener. You are investing. Um, God is drawing you in, and he wants to reveal himself to you. And he wants to reveal the story of God. As students, you, you will find great pleasure in understanding that story. Okay, you won't be an outsider trying to listen to people talk about God. You'll be an insider knowing the storyline of God. And so the one tool that conquers all other tools, it really is time. Okay? I, I know that's that's not something we would normally make, but consistent time set aside where you sit down and you read the scriptures and as you're going, you come across a word, you come across a word like law or justice or um, a name like like Enoch or uh, 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 Jacob. You come across these names and you take them time. Rather than just reading through that and laughing or giggling because you can't pronounce those names, you take the, the time to go and read. Does that make sense? And you read those stories so that way it fills your heart with um, the bigger story of God. That's That's the biggest tool that everyone needs outside of Bible study tools, Bible help tools, a good dictionary, cross-reference tools. You need consistent time. Um, make that investment. Set aside. You know, shoot for an hour. Shoot for an hour a day where you can sit down. And if don't don't be legalistic about that. If you are filled up with joy after forty minutes or twenty minutes, and you're just like, man, my heart's content, then run on that for the day. Um, run on that. But if if you if you don't set aside that hour. Basically, you'll sit down and you'll just try to rush through it and you'll read through it and you won't bridge and make that connection to the, the history or the grammar or the, the language that's, that's connected, sewn like a, like a fabric throughout the whole Bible. Yeah. Is there, um, can you give an example? Is there a time where you were doing this for yourself and you found maybe it was a historical connection or just a, a light bulb, like revelation moment for yourself that got you really excited about what you were reading that kind of gives example of the value of this tool. Sure. If, if, if you're a brand new student to the Bible and you don't know where to go, most people will point you and they'll say, hey, go read a gospel. Go read Mark, John. Uh, go, go read one of those and enjoy them. Um, go to Romans and read Romans. It's a beautiful book on, on what the gospel is. 
at some point, you're going to have to just start reading from Genesis through and make that connection to the Old Testament books. Uh, practically, if you were to, this is how this all works out. If you were to go into the book of Romans and you start reading, there's an introduction in chapter one, uh, midway through chapter one, chapter two, and midway into chapter three, Paul, the author of the books, makes makes this beautiful case for why every man has fallen short of the glory of God. We have all missed the mark. We are all in need of a Savior. And he does that. And so every person, every man, right there in those first three chapters, he lays it out. Then in chapter four, he goes in and he talks about what we need. We need faith. Okay. And and he does it by teaching us about Abraham. So he, he mentions Abraham. And what you have to do is go back to Genesis chapter 12 and read through chapter 26, the life of Abraham. And you can focus in there. You can focus in there on chapter 15 because Romans 4 makes reference. Uh, It makes reference to how Abraham believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. So you can can make that connection from Romans chapter 4 to, to Genesis chapter 15, and you can read that and you can see, well, how did Abraham believe God? What was going on that he believed him? Did he just, was he just sitting around and he believed God or did he believe him through life situations and did it cause change in his life? And did he have to leave places he shouldn't have been and and it drew him into a whole new family? Like it's a beautiful picture that gets played out there. Well, that doesn't finish. When you get to chapter five, it talks about Adam and you have to go back to Genesis and read Genesis chapter one through five, because that's the story of Adam and Eve. And then as you continue, it gets to chapter seven and it talks about the law. And all of a sudden you're cross-referencing this word law to understand what was going on in the Old Testament law, Deuteronomy is the book of Deuteronomy, the Torah. Like you have to go and study that out and understand how that hung as a principle over over culture and society and what the law meant. Uh, then you further go on and you get to chapter 9, and it talks about Abraham and Isaac. And then it goes and talks about Jacob and Esau. And if you don't know the stories of Jacob and Esau, you won't be able to understand uh, Romans chapter 9. And then it goes even further. By the time you get to 11, it talks about Israel And you have to wrestle with, is this talking about ethnic Israel or is it talking about spiritual Israel? And you have to go back and make even more references. So this is my point. You cannot read the book of Romans. You can't understand the book of Romans unless you've gone back and learned the story of our patriarchs, unless you've cross-referenced. And some might sitting there go, wow, that, that sounds totally laborsome and boring and like... I don't want to do that. And and I, I, I say lies. We all love a good trilogy. We all love a great book series, right? Like we're drawn into those stories that just continue on and on and on. Everyone loves them. Right. And when you are drawn to God, if you love God, you're going to be a, a sucker. You're going to be hooked on his story. And it's going to be fun for you to go back and learn about Abraham and Isaac, and Jacob. It's going to be a discover. It's a treasure hunt, really, is what it is when you do that. That is awesome. So, and it's fascinating to to, to hear that. And I mean, if, if I'm being completely honest, I don't even think that, that I knew about just that progression through Romans. Because I've, 
I've used cross-referencing before and trying to understand what was happening culturally and that kind of stuff. But to hear about just the book of Romans and just how it lays out and ties back to Old Testament and all of that stuff is really fascinating. As we get ready to close, you've talked about some great tools. I just want to recap those for the listener. If someone doesn't have the money to invest in in buying that software or anything like that, what are the three primary nitty-gritty things that they can use today to dive deeper into this? Sure, sure, sure. Um, well, uh, you can always, I would highly encourage you to go talk to your parents and say, hey, would you invest in me? Or go find someone and say, invest in me and just buy me a good study Bible. Uh, and go buy yourself an ESV study Bible and have it on the shelf. A physical book that you can, there's something about, when you've got a physical book, what, what happens is when you sit down to read and you turn on that phone and you start searching, often you'll get a, a social media alert or something and it distracts you and it interrupts. Right. And so the beauty of the book, of having a book there, is that you can set that aside. And so you get into a study Bible and you just... You just enjoy it. You read through the the benefits that are on the backside of that, the uh, concordance or the lex. You, you read through and you you make those cross references. That would be helpful. Um, if you don't have that, do go online. You can go to Blue Letter Bible or you can go to Accordance. I think they have a free version that you can download. There's endless Bible apps uh, that you could download on your phone that would be able to make these kind of cross referencing connections for you. Um, those are that's just a few things off the top of my head. Yeah, and I think. I just want to go back to, I think, what the number one thing is that you mentioned, which is time. Yeah. Make the time to invest. Don't, as with anything else in your life, you will make time for what it is that you value. So make the time to invest in yourself and deepen that relationship with the Lord through reading that scripture. Yeah. Um, just to circle back to that that old country song, I'm telling you, listener, if if you've never invested that kind of time, you're only seeing the Bible in black and white. And, and the beauty is it's, it's like being able to go out to breakfast with Grandpa and be able to say, Grandpa, tell me, tell me what took place. Tell me something. And when you invest that time and you sit down with God and you let him, like a good grandfather, take you back and tell you the history and tell you all that he's done and tell you all the victories that he's had and who you are, it is a sweet, wonderful time. Awesome, Casey. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. And we would love if you left us a review. For more information about CTCI and our upcoming programs, be sure to check out ctcilife.org. This podcast is a production of Christian Training Center International, and it is produced by AJ Selby and Seth Stradling.